Hello, hello. Hey, up, what's up? What's good? Ni hao, privyet, bonjour. Que cosa sucede? Welcome to the Any Given Runway Show. I'm your host, Randall Carlton Green. Any Given Runway celebrates the exploration of new cultures by highlighting some of the most interesting, artistic, and creative people around the world. Everyone has a story, each person a scholar. It's February 3rd, and we have a fantastic show for today. And no, not because it's my birthday. That's right, February 3rd is my birthday, but more importantly, it's because we have just an outstanding guest today. A member of the English National Ballet, Italian performer, Alice Bellini joins the show. From Milan, Alice did her training at the La Scala Ballet School and first joined the English National Ballet in 2017. Throughout her career with the company, she's performed in many amazing productions and was winner of the 2018's People's Choice Award and nominated for the 2019 Emerging Dancer. On today's episode, Alice and I discuss how she handled a tumultuous year. Alice also reflects on how she evolved and improved herself in 2020. Finally, Alice shares with us her most memorable locations and performances. And of course, I had to ask her about the book she's been reading, and it was a truly fascinating answer. I adored my conversation with Alice. Tremendous personality. She's an immensely talented dancer. It was just a really, really, really fun conversation. Excited for you guys to meet her. So let's go ahead and welcome a member of the English National Ballet, Italian dancer Alice Bellini. And let's learn. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I mean, it's a pleasure for me like, to talk about my job and what I do. And So thank you. What's your dance and performing background? So, as I said, I was in Milan before. I, I joined La Scala Ballet School when I was around 10. So I stayed there for like six years. And then when I was 17, I decided to come to London to join Royal Ballet School, where I graduated. And then age of 18, joined English National Ballet under the Tamara Rojo. And yeah, I've been there since. It's been, this is my fourth season. Yeah, with the company. And it's, it's pretty awesome, I have to say. Yeah, I enjoy and everyone is very like supportive. We are around like 70, 75 dancers. Everyone is very supportive and it's like a big family. Everyone is super competitive in a good way. We are so young and... When children start off in an art or performing or a sport, there comes a time where it becomes serious, where all of a sudden it's yeah. like, wait a minute, I'm actually good at this and there might be a future in this. So when, when was that for you? When did you realize that not so, only do I like doing this, but I have a future? Yeah. So, I, so before doing ballet, I was doing synchronized swimming, actually. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh, why don't you, why don't you try ballet just for fun? And I didn't like it at the beginning. So I was like, nah, this is not for me. And so I went back to synchronized swimming. But one day, my mom told me that I just went to her and I was like, no, actually, I want to try this again. And then my mom was like, so then why don't we try like a professional ballet school? So then I joined La Scala and I would say around the age of 11, 12, I was like, no, I think, I think this is what I want to do. Yeah. So I literally dedicated my entire training on like perfecting. I mean, it's never going to be perfect, but my, my, my technique and me as an artist, so. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I know it sounds so weird because, I mean, I'm so young, but yeah, it uh, hit me, I would say, at 12. Yeah. Okay, very cool. So upon finishing school in Italy, you, you probably had the chance to go to a lot of different locations. So what was it about London that, that appealed to you the most? I mean, for arts, I would say London, it's 
it's it's very it's very big. It, it gives you a lot of opportunity. There is a there is many theaters, a lot of musicals. I mean, ballet company and ballet is very. Um, I would say it's very considered here. I mean, not that it's not in Milan, but yeah. unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, it's not as big. Also, it's a, it's a shame because we have so many theaters and yeah, culture in Italy. It's very good, like arts in general, mm. and it's a shame it's not as big. But and it's a very good. Um, I would say, yeah, London. It's very if you wanna go uh, around. Like, and if you say you want to explore somewhere else, London is a very good start mm -hmm. and it gives you, yeah, a lot of opportunities. And for me, it was a night opener. I don't know. Had yeah. you had you been to England before you arrived? No, okay. no, it was my first time. Okay. And then again, it's multicultural London yeah. and it, it, yeah, it's pretty awesome. What was the first show that you took in when you moved to London? What was the first show you went to see? Oh, went to see. Yeah. I would say the Opera House, Royal Opera House, yeah. I mean, it was right there. I was training there, so for me, it was easier to go and Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm always curious because ballet, it's very elegant, but yeah. it's extremely physically demanding. It's a lot physically challenging than it most is. people think. So what are some of the, the, the toughest aspects physically that I might not know about? Yeah, because it's exactly as you said, it looks so delicate, you yeah. know, but there's a lot of yeah. training behind it. Well, yeah, as as a like as a ballet company, it's our ballet company. It's famous for like doing so many shows yeah. because we don't have a main theater. Mm -hmm. We our company is like a touring company, so we are yeah we are based in London, based in London, sorry, but we go around a lot, and so because of that, we have to move and train at the same time. So I would say like the the hardest thing for us is trains so or rehearse like until like 7 30 every day 6 30 7 30 go to bed eat and then wake up and do the same thing every day and then if you have shows you eventually finish at you know, 10 30 11 and then you have to wake up and do the same thing and then squeeze some like strength and conditioning pilates in between yeah it's it's a lot of work but again with the support of my colleagues and then again, it's what I love. So I, cho I chose to do that. In order to do all the physical challenges that you need in these long practices and this long, grueling day and out, you also yeah. it's a lot of mental toughness, mental fitness. So yeah. how, do you, how do you get yourself in the right frame of mind? Are there certain things you do during the week to, to help you, for instance, meditation, visualization, things to keep you in the I, right mindset? I personally don't like to meditate because okay. I, I can't. <laughs> I try it. I can't. Um, I mean, I would say I, I shared the flower with my with one of my colleagues. So this like socializing with her and like talking to her, this keeps me like distracted. Okay. I mean, I would say good food, reading books, I and talking to people as well. I'm a very sociable person, so this like helps me a lot. What about on the day of a performance? Is there anything you yeah. do on the day to get yourself in the right mindset? So I like to prepare stuff. Mm -hmm like a lot earlier than like before so to have extra time so i'm not like rushing into everything have good breakfast like prepare a good playlist <laughs> warming up because for us especially for body dancing it's very important to warm up 
You mentioned that London, a lot of culture, it's a very cosmopolitan city. So for you, when you're looking for creativity in your performances or you just want to be inspired or increase your imagination, what are some of the arts, whether it be music or songs or what do you, what do you look to when you want to be inspired? Uh, so, I mean, I don't want to be like too cliche and say like from painting, from music. Oh. I, I honestly, I honestly say from like talking to different people and hear mm-hmm. different stories from my colleagues as well and of course from like video clips and videos on youtube so from old videos you can always like you know learn from the past and well like from art like you get artistry and like uh different backgrounds but i would say more from yeah talking people and reading books i like to read a lot and yeah i would say that well, talking to people and be inspired. This is this is perfect yeah. for the show because this is what it's, I do. It's yeah. very simple. <laughs> I know it's very simple and like, but because so, it goes like yeah. I mean, it's those like natural like way of communicating that you can actually put on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand twenty, incredibly challenging for anyone, but especially those in the arts. And for you, there was probably just yeah, a lot of frustration, especially with the cancellation of shows. And then how long is it going to last? So it's one thing if they're like, it's going to be two weeks, but it was it's kind of indefinite and there's the highs and the lows. So for you, 2020, how did you handle all it's the, the been challenges? It's yeah. like we, we haven't been performing in a year, I would say. Last yeah. time we went on stage was, yeah, around this time, wow. January was our last show. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's incredibly challenging, especially to keep up with the frame <laughs> and like not give up because we were trying to like go back to it but every, like literally like a week before our opening night they were canceling everything so we've been rehearsing and they keep canceling it on us so it, it's very hard i have to say but it's gonna end up no at some point hopefully so i'm we are trying to like keep up and work for it it, there's there are a few days where yeah. yeah but then I'm saying like why quit what I've been working on for like so long it would be a shame well can I you talk more about I was gonna say if you talk more about that because it would be a shame but on the flip side it also it would be easy to quit it's more challenging to but stay then, but quit. then it's actually when when you realize if you actually want to do it or not you know exactly it's it's yeah I mean, I keep myself, I like keeping myself fit. So in, during the big lockdown in March, I never stopped. I put myself a routine. I was like a schedule, you know, I was waking up, I was doing my ballet class with my colleagues and then uh, some workouts, some point work and then having lunch and then enjoying the sun because, you know, the weather is better. <laughs> it was warmer. Calling some friends and then maybe do some you know, Pilates in the evening. But yeah, because again, like it's going to end eventually. Yeah. At some point, we are so lucky that we can still go in the um, in our building and mm-hmm. train. Mm-hmm. We are so lucky because it's COVID safe. Yeah, we are very lucky. But again, we can't perform. So often, a lot of the guests that I've spoken with, that most challenging thing of COVID and everything is the loss of identity. Because if you're a performer, one thing you do is perform. But when you don't have yeah. those, it's kind of like, who am I? Who am I now? So, were there ever moments during the year where you're like? You know, am I am I a ballet dancer? Am I a ballerina? Like, oh my god, I, I yeah, <laughs> really, really. <laughs> it happen. But then eventually, you say, "Come on, come on." There's wars. <laughs> there is wars because I mean, we've seen this past year has been tough for everyone, not just for like the the arts. Yeah, 
on those days that you mentioned that you were down, wow, what was your motivation on those days? I was calling my family, trying to like laugh with my friends where I could and again, reading some books, trying to look at something. I started some online courses as well. Mm-hmm. So to keep myself busy, as I said. What courses? I started a climate, on the climate change course and I'm willing to start um, psychology like for beginners, of course. I was like, I mean, I'm going to use this time because again, as I said, we are always so busy because we... We, we have usually like up to 11 shows a week, mm. which is a lot. So for us, this is so unusual. Like I had so much time. I was like, what can I, so then I'm like, you know, I'm just going to use it in the best way I can. Very cool. Very cool. So what interests you in, in climate change? I mean, it's one of the biggest problems right sure. now as well. Sure. So I was like, I might as well just learn mm-hmm. try to do something about it. Cool. I admire that. What were some of the other things that you did that were maybe more fun with, with the extra free time that you had? Because you said if you're performing normally 11 shows a week and you don't have yeah. those, you're still training, you're still practicing, but you got a little more free time on your hands. So what were you doing to fill yeah. the time? Uh, what was I doing? <laughs> I was training, mm-hmm. trying to train at home. Yeah. They said reading. Yeah, I mean, doing class at home, it's, yeah, it was very hard because, of course, the floor was completely different. We usually have a sprung floor mm. that allows us to jump and, like, land us from jumps. And so the impact is way less on the Achilles. So doing that at home was very hard. And with the neighbors downstairs, it was <laughs> quite hard. But, um, yeah, we couldn't do anything. And I, I, I couldn't stop. Like, that was not <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the plan. <laughs> You mentioned that uh, your company travels a lot. So which have yeah, been... Yeah, we tour a lot. Yeah, which have been the locations that have produced the so, best memories? Well, this year we were supposed to go um, to Barcelona, Mexico. I mean, the past year. Barcelona, Mexico, and Paris and Japan. I mean, we are planning to go to Japan mm-hmm. if everything works out. But we've been to New Zealand. We've been to Moscow at the Bolshoi Theater. Oh, wow. But, yeah, we've been to Madrid. We tour a lot, which is, I think, it's one of the best parts of my job. Yeah. We get to see so many amazing places, interact with so many, like, different people and different audiences. And to see how different audiences and cities react to what we dance, it's it's very interesting. Yeah. I often don't think that different countries would react differently. Which of the locations you visited were the had the loudest audience or the most enthusiastic audience? Moscow was Moscow cool. at, at Bolshoi. Moscow, Hong Kong, yeah. yeah, Hong Kong was amazing as well. In Chicago, in Chicago, they liked it. We were planning to go back this year, but they canceled it. We were supposed to go to Canada and Montreal, but unfortunately. However, for you personally, which was the one that while you're on stage, you had might have had a moment saying, "Wow, I, I can't believe that I'm here." Moscow. Moscow. Okay. It's always Moscow. The okay. history, the history that that theater yeah. has, like, it was, it, yeah, it hit me. Yeah, I have to say. It's very interesting. We now don't I know. get much free time, born, but we usually get around, like, it depends on the jet lag, but we usually get, like, two, two days off. Yeah. And we try to make the most of it. We all go and, like, visit the city as much as we can. We went to New Zealand, like, a few years ago. And we were there only for a week, which is crazy because of the jet lag. And we had two days off. We were also like gone because of the time difference. But we tried to visit as much as we could because you know, it's so far. Which are the locations that when you were traveling just as, as simply a tourist, when you had those days off in between, which are those locations have the fondest memories? Yeah. 
so I, I usually go back home because I don't see my family as much. Mm. So I usually go back home to Italy, even for the summer break. I usually go back home and maybe travel around Italy if I can go to the seaside in the West Coast. Mm, yeah, I, was, I went to Vienna a few times to see a friend. Well, that leads me to my question about Italy. So for someone visiting, let's just say northern Italy for the first time, what would be your yeah. recommendations? Well, at this time of the year, if you go like northern Italy, you can go ski, which is mm -hmm. very beautiful. I mean, now you can't, but I mean, I'm from Milan and Milan is such a beautiful city. If you're into fashion, it's, it's pretty awesome. We have this... Um, this area called uh, Monte Napoleone, which mm -hmm. is full of like very um, chic, I'd say, stores, a lot of Prada, uh, Tiffany, Gucci. Mm -hmm. It's very cool, but there's a lot of history as well. And if you go to Brera, by the Canal, uh, La Scala, Piazza Duomo, which is the main piazza mm -hmm. with massive church. It's not as big as London, but it has a lot. I mean, yeah. it's my own city. I love it. Then I have to ask about London. You've been there for a few years now. Yes. Someone visiting London for the first time, what would be your recommendation? I've been here for six years and I still haven't seen anything. It's yeah. huge. It takes so much time to like walk around. But again, there's so many theaters. There's so much, there's so much to see, so many exhibits, so much art, um, so many parks, which is great when there is, when there is sun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love London. As I said, it's multicultural. You can see so much. And it's very inspiring, I have to say, living here. Favorite show that you've seen since you've been there? Uh, hmm. I mean, I would say a ballet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing of London. So many companies around the world come and poor here so it's a good opportunity for us also to get inspired and see what other people are doing you know i was gonna um, go and see lion king before lockdown but then it all got cancelled have you seen hamilton yet no actually but i heard it's amazing i i heard from so many people that it's very worth it. you mentioned several times i'm glad you did several times you mentioned reading yeah. last year what have been what have been some of your favorite books that you've read recently well, right now I'm, I'm reading um, Becoming from Mich Michelle Obama, which mm -hmm. I got like so inspired. I was just like, I need to do so much with my time. I like, there is so much more that I can do. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and hearing that from a woman, it's just amazing how like what she went through from like her childhood to like becoming a first lady and mm -hmm. I find it very down to earth as well, how she was explaining it. I saw the documentary as well, which is, yeah. I, li I read a lot of uh, Italian books as well. I like crime and killer, uh, thriller, sorry, movie, um, books. But, yeah. What would be an example of, of one of those that you like? Oh, one of my favorite Italian thrillers, I Kill, of mm -hmm. Faletti. I mean, I don't know if you heard, I, yeah, it's, mind-blowing okay it's just a, a way of like honestly like shutting my brain from whatever it's happening from job or like problems in general and just like distracting myself like sorry mm -hmm. before a show i find it's very calming i don't know why especially when i travel to get to a theater for example i find it yeah i find it very calming i like also i like to read uh ballet uh, books but for example if you're doing we are doing a ballet that it's I don't know 
taking part in the Second World War, I like to read about it. Okay. So, you know, it, I get inspired by it as well, like to see and like the story behind it. And like, yeah, because also if I have to read something that it's related to what I'm doing, it helps me understand, you know, better. Because otherwise it's just steps and yeah, you're telling a story, but it's nice to like see and like read what's behind it and what mm -hmm. inspired, I don't know, a composer, a choreographer, mm -hmm. you know? So what are, what are some goals, project plans that you have for this year? And, and let's just say in a utopic situation where everything gets back to normal. So I, I would say since this year, especially what's, well, what, what's going on, I've uh, been interested in volunteering. Mm -hmm. It's something that I really wanted to do uh, before as well. I tried to apply for, to volunteer in a hospital because of COVID I couldn't go. So I, I think I, it's something that I'm really interested and eager to do. And my friend uh, from Italy that is actually working in New York and American Ballet Theater. She's been doing it and I've been like inspired by her and by what she's doing. So I would say, yeah, it's something I'm really interested in doing because there's so many people that need help and I would love to do it through my art form because it's something that can ease off like whatever pain people mm -hmm. are going through. And, and of course, of course, like improving and like, growing as a ballet dancer, as an yeah. artist. Of course, this is like, I mean, one of my yeah. main goals, but yeah. Where do you see yourself in five and 10 years from now? <laughs> Happy, first of all. This is the most important thing, yeah? Yeah. I honestly don't know. Um, after COVID, I'm playing like year by year, because I, I mean, I. I want to do better as a ballet dancer, of course, and like make it. But as I said, I just want to be happy and do what I do because it's what I chose. And sometimes like we all worry about, I don't know, like, oh, like this show, this show didn't work. I, didn't, I wasn't on my leg, but I, or like fear of going on stage. But then I was like, you know what, let's just enjoy and there, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. People come to enjoy and like enjoy us dancing. So why why would we have to worry about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you remind yourself to be happy? <laughs> I know it's it's might be a complex question, but I I think we all struggle with it, right? And if there's certain things yeah. that we remind ourselves to do that. So what are your tips that you do for that? I have a job. I have a family. I have friends that I interact yeah. with me that loves me and that help me when I'm, I'm I'm down and yeah honestly that's when I'm down I'm like there's people that are going through way worse so I was like let's just be grateful <laughs> like there's so many other ballet companies that can't even mm -hmm. go to the theater and just train as I said we are so lucky that we can still do that because our building allowed us to do it. So I'm very grateful for that. Having internet, having technology then allows us to even do online courses and do this, do this mm -hmm. interview and like chat. It's honestly, it's amazing. Despite it being a very difficult year, it was a year for evolution, it was a year for growth. And in many ways you've become stronger and better in certain areas. So in what areas did you become stronger and how do you feel if looking back a year ago, how do you think you've changed? I would say maybe mentally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I I don't know if it's because I'm a, like because ballet dancers are like that, but we are very hard. I'm very hard on myself, and some try sometimes I like I get very competitive with myself, which I think it's a good thing if you want to improve. But like sometimes it's good to let things go and like yeah. So I I think I've learned to do that with lockdown. Yeah. Thank you very much yeah. for inviting me. This was much fun, and as I said, it's. It's a pleasure for me to share. Thank you. I mean, thank you. This is amazing. I mean, I, I love to share my story and yeah, I'm I really like like to like interact with people. I'm very sociable person. I don't know if it's because I'm Italian, I don't know, but Well this was awesome. This was it. Made my day, made my day. Thank you so much. No, so. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All I, right. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Much, 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 much appreciation to Alice. Give her a follow on Instagram, Alice, A-L-I-S-B-E-L-L-I-N-I, Alice Bellini. My new book, Curiosity, is currently available on Amazon. Curiosity celebrates the knowledge that strangers have to offer. Everyone has unique expertise and endless wisdom awaits the perpetually curious. Featuring 200 episodes from the Any Given Runway show, Curiosity explores the diverse lives of athletes, adventurers, and performers. From daring voyages across the Atlantic to unforgettable performances in the West End, curiosity celebrates the sophisticated thing we call life. Everyone has a story. Each person is a scholar. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. I'll see you on the road. Aviento. <laughs>